right, welcome to the latest episode of the Dublin City Comics Geek Easy Comics and Stuff Podcast. As always, brought to you by either our good friends at Rogue Podcast Network, iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, and all of the places where you can find people spouting inane nonsense. As usual, talking shite, and this evening's show is myself, Doc Housemans, and my good buddy, Wayne Talbot. We haven't got any special guests because it's just us. Yeah, well, we're special enough. Well, for this one. I suppose it'll do. Yeah. yeah. There may be swearing. Please don't say fuck or bugger. There will be fucking swearing. <laughs> No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got fancy new coffee, thanks to your fancy new coffee machine. Yeah, I did the same thing last year. Actually, I treated myself and bought a coffee machine, so I bought myself another one again this year. And it's, it's very fancy. It is very, it's very fancy. It's got froth and everything. Loads of froth. We actually, incidentally, I've been looking up that. Apparently, that's not real crema. What the fuck is crema? You know when you get an espresso, you get like that thin layer of kind of like just yeah. stuff? Yeah, that's yeah. actually from crushing the beans. It's a specific stuff that comes out but of this it. This is fabricated. This is it's fake. completely fake crema. This is like replicator machines. coffee. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so this is what... We're kind of at that level now where we're getting replicator coffee. We're almost at Star Trek. Almost. 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 Single Fing- use. Fingers crossed. Yokies. But, it, Part, but if, you, if you think about it, though, we do have to get through World War Three first. In order it's to, not far off, mate. In order to get to the Star Trek era. Yeah. We may not see it, but our children's children will. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> um, how have you been? Pretty awesome, man. Pretty awesome. Yeah, sorry about the, the lack of um, updates in the videos and YouTubes and stuff. Myself and Jay and my busy. Jay's getting back on the videos. Um, we're just getting back on the podcast now. Just Christmas just ran away from us. No, I hear you. We we had a similar thing with podcast and a few other bits and bobs for Rogue. So it's a case of the January can go fuck itself, even though it's our birthday yeah. birthday month for both of us. For all three, for me, you and Jay. Yeah, and Dave. And Dave Williams. Um, and, and Stephen Lynch. Lynch. Forget Lynch yeah. Um so there's, there's quite a few of us and Declan Shalvey. Oh Shalvey? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like Shalvey's the eleventh. Alright. Oh, but I think he's the youngest out of everyone. Yeah. Well, Lynch is um, early on in the month as well, too, so... No, I mean, in an age, I think Shelby's young. Wise is in years... Is Lynch young as well, though? I don't know. Is he... Lynch is eternally young, <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, so January is our birthday month, but it, this year, for some reason, it lasted 66 weeks. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. January did. So, so I, I posted now, that Rob Steers picture up on, uh, on Facebook. I don't know if you've actually followed Rob Steers at all. He's a really, really funny cartoonist Okay. from Blanche, and he does very simplified characters, but just slice of life stuff very very funny but it's basically it's uh, like the Scrooge you know looking out the window you there boy what day is it I did see that yeah and the kid's like it's it's still January oh, fuck me it's still <laughs> January uh, for our, our listeners at the moment you can't see this but Doc has shaved off his beard and I'm <laughs> looking at him and I just it's like you know you know when you look at those third eye pictures I was like it's a schooner it's 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 kind of like that because I can't actually it's like a perception filter I can't look at you directly in the face yeah nobody can take me seriously yeah it's, like I went, I went for a usual burrito in uh, El Patron around the corner <clears> sure Fantastic, fantastic burritos. Um, but I walked in the door and the lovely girl behind the counter went, Oh no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. This, no, no. This, this does not work. No, no, no. You need, you need to grow up back. You need to grow up back quickly. This, this, this does nothing for you. I'm like, thank you. And she goes, no, normally you're very attractive. I'm like, well, is that kind of a backhanded comment? Because you're saying I look right Backhanded compliment, yeah. Unless I covered my face with fuzz. So thank you yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I get the same thing. She, the whole time she was serving me, she just kept looking at me funny. And then... My own missus says she's not kissing me till I grow his back. So it's weird. I don't know why, right? I yeah. don't. Please, again, this is not an insult to your face, right? But for some reason, without the beard, your nose looks longer. I do have a really long nose, and it's actually off center. Even though you have noticed that, yeah, I've noticed it now. Yeah, because <laughs> the beard is not there to distract. But anyway, yeah, fucking hell. Um. So apart from that, January being January, you not having a beard, <laughs> the world's gone to hell in a handbasket. But we have new coffee with fake froth. With fake froth. Um. What's going on in the world of comics? Well, in the world of comics, we have... Well, I've got a list of stuff that's coming out this week. Might as well get through it nice and quick. So, comics and trades coming in. Actually, mm-hmm. although now we're on Friday. When's this it's going Friday. So, this is going to go up... It'll probably go up on Monday. So, the incoming Wednesday, new comic book day. Oh, cool. These it's will be same. on the shelves. Perfect, yeah. 
So we have the ODW Valentine's books. We're going to have Transformers and Star Trek. Um, there's the Green Transformers Lanterns. and Star Trek Valentine's book. Valentine's Day issues, yeah. Um, there's also the Green Lantern season two is starting. Cool. Liam Sharp. And yeah, wasn't um, was Black uh, Black Stars? Was that like an intermediary between the I two? I think so. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then Gwen Station number one. Um, Lady Mechanica number Lady Mechanica Sangre number five. The finishing okay. of that arc, which is brilliant, by the way. Because I was actually chatting to, to Jobany as ages ago, um, and he was saying that he always wanted to do kind name of drop badunk. <laughs> well, he's the guy on the book, so I'm I know, but still name drop badunk. Um, but he was always saying he wanted to do a horror book. He didn't want to do purely kind of steampunk, and this is about vampires and shit. So he's kindly he's finally getting to tell the story he wanted through Lady Mechanica, and it, it is one of the best stories they've done in it. Cool. It's really engaging. I'm really enjoying the shit of it. Can't wait to see how the it Gwen Stacy one that has a cover by Ryan, Irish artist Ryan Brown. Aha. Um, so there's a bit of a link there for you and nice. he put it up on his Facebook page there recently it looks pretty badass it's different Ryan Brown is usually well known for doing his, his horror things he does a lot of the, the horror titles and Marvel Zombies and stuff like that he has, he's a, has a Mar- I think there's a Marvel Zombies issue coming out soon where it's a Galactus cover I nearly swear it's oh, him it's a miniseries yeah, yeah. I, I nearly swear it's Ryan Brown but I could be wrong hmm. but he does a lot of the zombie stuff and horror stuff he did a great Frankenstein cover as well a couple of months ago when you mentioned that because one of the things we have coming in on Wednesday is the uh, art of Basil Gogos Oh, um, and that's his horror art, like in you know, the famous monsters of Filmland. Yeah, it's all his Bella Lugosi style stuff. Mm. All that really. I'll get my hand lotion ready for that one. And then we have Power Rangers TMNT number three, which mm-hmm. has been going in an absolute storm. Um, although every week is banging on about the book to me, and I'll be honest, I had a flick through it myself. I'm not really up on my Power Rangers or my TMNT, but literally just having a flick through, I was like, holy shit, I want to read this book. Well, apparently, Bell Studios have really knocked it out of the park with the Power Rangers oh. comics. Yeah, everything that they've done over the last couple of years has been top notch shit. Like really good storytelling, well, building have, have a universe. Have you heard anything about this comic? This particular one, no. Right. Okay. Well, fingers and ears. If you are reading it, if you don't want me to spoil anything, spoilers. Um. Basically, Shredder gets hold of one of the morphing grids. Well, that's the. I'd expect that from that book. And holy fucking shit! As soon as he gets it, like, oh man, this is got to be good. So that's what's happening in the next issue number three. So, um. Also, as well, then we have coming out with a couple of uh, reprints: the Wolverine nineteen eighty two Claremont and Miller issue Ooh. Um, we have the what was the other one there was another classic reprint oh yeah Vampirella we're getting another reprint of the Vampirella with the Frisetta cover that's been reprinted like three or four wow. times over it sells Frisetta it every time. cover Vampirella yeah it's real good um, also in figures wise we're getting back in stock the um, Sentinel Dante and Nero from Devil May Cry oh cool because we got them in this week and they sold Gone. them straight away yeah, so we got more of them coming back in um, also we have the Rocketeer Gallery statue which might be interesting to yourself it's very nice looking Rocketeer yeah, statue yeah that, that's, that's within my wheelhouse and the rest of the yeah. Legends figures that were missing from last week the rest of the Fantastic Four uh, Reed, Sue and Johnny finally going to be fucking dropping that Doctor Doom one looked oh it's amazing it looked amazing Legends have still been knocking it out of the park but then like dessert, I look at them and go oh they're nice but I saw that Doctor Doom and I was like oh oh that, tw- that rang the little bell in my tummy that one did <laughs> that was nice that really did that was a nice looking figure hmm. yeah yeah. The She-Hulk is amazing as well. Have you seen her? Yes. Holy Badass. Shit. We need more She-Hulk and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't understand why they haven't done like they did all the series like you know like Jessica Jones rest. They could have done like an Ali McBeal style. They could have brought. Thing with they her. could have brought She-Hulk into that alongside Daredevil. But I mean, yeah. obviously, that's not going to happen now. Yeah. The fact that Netflix well, have yeah. lost it, but like Matt Murdock and a She-Hulk lawyer crossover thing. That would be have amazing. been. What, what, it's, the, it's the obvious in. Yeah. You know, you they, they drop the character. Unhooked in an in, 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 in episode, yeah, and then boom, 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 
down the line here Obviously she is they just tease like some Full sort of on. attack on some criminals or something like what the hell was that joke? gamma radiation oh God, bamf yeah. yeah exactly yeah lean into it um so next week anyway i know oh yeah we've gotten the iron man helmet back in stock as well the legends gear one all right currently on the shelf behind me up there yeah and the that's the war machine yeah, yeah the iron man's one up there um but yeah there's that and then um what else we got oh yeah venom and ronan island issues so pretty cool <clears throat> i think that's pretty much it for what's coming in we scale back a lot of the comics we're getting in just because there's so many and we're just basically playing tighter with the, the books we're getting because Anto's leaning a bit more heavily into the old school stuff. Yeah. We are putting out, I'd say new comics, but we're putting out older comics every week now. The the, the comic island, the centre of the store, is getting refilled every day because there's just constantly more and more trade-ins coming into us and some really, really cl- good classic stuff. Like, Let's see, you want. I mean, there seems to be a healthy market out there for um, kind of like classic runs of series people are they're revisiting old storylines and you like, get trades as well for that if you're looking at just getting in like yeah I mean I, personally I find at the moment I find the big two to be a bit pedestrian as usual they're doing mm. their usual crap at this time of year where they're revamping and re-announcing new, new fucking miniseries and stuff like that that will change the universe forever so it's always that level of escalation they have to do a bigger story it has to go bigger and better yeah but it's the Constantly. same old crap over and over again it's like we're going to kill this character off and we're going to bring these characters back now that Marvel Cinematic Universe is, is eventually going to get around to doing Fantastic Four and X-Men are going to turn up again they're just fucking everywhere in, <laughs> in every facet of, of some, for, for, bleh, some form of a comic book like the new Empire title that's coming out has the Fantastic Four front and centre yeah and like, oh, you Fantastic know, Four X-Men miniseries as well yeah so what I mean so like it's that type of thing that they're trying to tie them into or it's hinting towards what's coming down the line in the movies hmm. but uh, I, I don't know I just maybe I'm just doing t- I'm just being cynical about the big two because everyone else is doing better for me in my mind as, as far as comic book creativity is concerned yeah but along along the lines of that though with DC and Marvel there are still really good stories and good characters going on like the Venom book at the moment is amazing it's really killing it the Incredible Hulk is phenomenal is that the Al Ewing one yeah, yeah well, Immortal Hulk sorry so there's, there's standalones like that I mean even yeah. DC have the um the, the Daniel Warren Johnson Mike Spicer uh, uh, the, the Mike Spicer um, Wonder Woman Wonder Woman the, the Dead Earth one which is fucking and fantastic that's, that's the prestige do you know what I mean that's the black Batman. label stuff and then the Harley Quinn story with Stagebound Cedric um, I just finished we got the trade in last yeah. week which is phenomenal with the acetate cover yeah so the stuff like that where you have the standalones that are not part of the overall bigger universe that they're trying yeah. to do that are top notch top shelf comic books from the two big labels but then you have the every month issues and the ongoing series bar say the Green Lantern for, for DC because of the team that they have on that hmm. And one or two, like you said, the Venom one for Marvel and the Immortal Hulk, because of the the, the, the the kind of the ongoing team that have been working on those books. But the overall universe stuff that they've been doing... Yeah, the big scale stuff is too big. It's all Well, it's all rehashes as well. Yeah. Um, and well, it's there's all, only so many times you can have, like, you know, the world destroyed or, sure. or rebooted. I, and I, it's, again, I've seen people say it on social media multiple times that they want, want them all to dial it all back again and bring it back down to, say, yep. five or six titles start from number ones again and kind of go on it but the problem is if they do that they'll start scaling it back up again too quickly because exactly. they don't have the long game in mind it's all about see the big companies running those it's all about getting people to buy the number ones it's all about people to buy in on the big issues on the yeah. oversized issues and the five and seven euro issues as opposed to the steady stream yeah of constant issues and really good content yeah and when, like i said they have a, they have a small they'll figure it out eventually man it'll, it'll be another fucking couple of years before they cop on and realize oh shit we're making most of our money on the smaller books just make smaller fucking books well, you'd like to think that, but that's always been the way. It's been circular. Yeah. It's been it's been very like that since the nineties that they they went so big that they went 
and then they started bringing dialing it back and bringing back the bigger books and then we got vertigo and we got stuff like that and that's where image came from out of that initially which actually celebrated its birthday recently hmm. i saw jim lee posting pictures of the old school image groups hmm. uh, like at the first uh, kind of version of what image was they're still killing it yeah, I mean, Image have, have ever had a renaissance the last couple of years of what they're bringing out because they're letting the creators do what they want. And yeah. I'll always, you'll, you'll always hear me harp on about how great Image is at the moment. Like only earlier on, before we started recording, you were showing me another title that came out a couple of years ago on Image right, yeah. that I had no fucking idea it happened yeah. and, and come out. Way, it's a great book. Yeah, because there's, there's so many books that they're bringing out that there's a niche thing for everyone. Yeah. But you're also rediscovering these books. And I was telling you about Extremity by Daniel Warren Johnson. Yeah. And off the back of the Wonder Woman Dead Earth thing, that's a book that everyone should be reading. I think it's in the second or third volume, maybe even fourth volume at this stage, on trades, hmm. uh, if it is still going. I'm pretty sure you can get it in trades. Anyway, you, well, you can. I've got the first... I've definitely got the first two on yeah. trades. No, we generally have stocks like, stock of books like that always in stock. Mm. And if not, it's always coming <clears> in a couple of weeks or the week after. Yeah, you can just order it in. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I, I understand why you dial back on, on, on like getting... Oh, like the event books, though, when it comes to like even ordering the trades, you don't even bother. Nobody's fucking interested. Yeah. Give yeah. him the good stories. Give him the fucking Immortal Hulks. Give him the fucking Ghost Riders. The books that are running at the moment. The lower levels. Cosmic Ghost Rider stuff. No, 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 no. Just regular Ghost Rider. Danny Ketch, fighting uh, Johnny Blaze, who's now the King of Hell. Because I'm, I'm seeing he's like there's like a coup happening where yeah. the demons are trying to fuck him up and get him over and done with, but he's trying to keep them all in check while trying to he basically strip Danny of his powers. Yeah, get the fuck because he was standing up to him. So it's it's a pretty interesting book at the moment. Ghost Rider versus Ghost Rider. Well, no. Ghost Rider's trying to stop the demons while Ghost Rider's getting his ass kicked by the demons while trying to... <coughs> uh, it's weird. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's Ghost Rider. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, so anyway, getting back to stuff. So we had a lot of tr- stuff traded in there in the last couple of weeks. We had an awful lot of um, NECA figures. We had most of the original line of Predators and Aliens, of which there's only a few scant ones left on the shelf. But if you're a fan of those, get in quick and grab those. Um, also, tons more Transformers came in. Still working off the back, as you can see there beside just some classic X-Men, classic Marvel figures, which should be dropping fairly soon. A few soon. nice ones in there. I was looking through the box. I saw there was a, a Wish King of Angmar, which was like, ooh, hello. Yeah, he's nice. He's yeah. a good figure. That's what I'm I think that's one of the better figures they did in the Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. He's really impressive looking. Like he's a big bastard. It's a, it's a very nice design of the Witch King. It's just it's just that it got that fucking big gothic black metal look to him, like, you know? <laughs> yep. Um, what else did I have? Oh, yeah, yeah. So announcements. This is the cool shit that's coming out over the next while. So much fucking cool shit announced only in the last couple of weeks they're reissuing the Mecha Godzilla kit the Aoshima Ayo- one it's basically it's Mecha Godzilla yeah um, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla thing yeah fucking glorious kit but you actually get the ship with it as well oh control. although that remote control is him there's a Death Stranding Nendoroid coming out hang on what's that Death Stranding Nendoroid you know the yeah thing? yeah but this little one it's your man from what's his face uh, Walking Dead Daryl Dixon whatever yeah, yeah. his name is it but there's a special edition that comes with 21 different delivery parcels. I've seen this. Hideo Kojima put this on his Instagram. I yeah. saw it and I was like, oh, what's that? No, I'm not usually one for those Chibli type type things. Yeah. But I saw the shit it comes with and it's like, <laughs> fuck me. Little sunglasses. And Everything. The whole shebang. Ghost baby thing that's on him as well. It's yeah. BB. Yeah. Um, figure it's uh, Naruto. I think he's getting reissued because I'm pretty sure we've had that before. Um, the, the one that really impressed me most though was the Dragon Ball Uzaru form SH Figure Arts Vegeta. So you know the SH Figure Arts figures, they're normally about like 6 inches? Yeah. This is the giant monkey version of Vegeta, which is over 13 inches tall. Jesus Christ. Scale. Well, it's not really the scale because he's actually much bigger, but it's for SH Figure Arts, I think, I could be wrong, but I think this might be the biggest SH Figure Arts they have ever fucking made. This thing is insane looking, so I'm looking forward to seeing that coming out. 
Um, the Hasbro announced that the Venom Bat figure that came out a while ago, the Monster Venom, right? They're now issuing that as a standalone figure. They did the same thing a while ago with the Ant Man figure. It was an Ant Man Bat. You had to collect all the Avengers to get him to build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just released him on his own. Cool. So they're doing the same thing with Venom. So if you've missed out on that bath, we're taking pre-orders at the moment. That's going to be dropping in a couple of months as well. So nice quick turnaround on that. Um, they just announced the Hot Toys Battle Damage Thanos. Oh. So him with the, the fucked up and he's got the gauntlet as well. But he's after he's getting his ass kicked by the Avengers. Um, Hiya Toys also uh, are continuing with their line of Robocop figures. Though if you're familiar with Hiya Toys, they're like three and three quarter G.I. Joe scale. They did a whole line of Predator figures. Nice. they're now doing Robocop figures but they're doing them from the classic movies and from a, a lot of people don't like it but from the new series which I did actually like the new movie the new movie with yeah. John McKinnon yeah but they're doing the EM 208s so you can get the drones right so they're doing those G.I. Joe I, did, I didn't like the new movie but there you go if, you, if you're a fan of like G.I. Joe scale figures in general just those drones are really cool sure Cylon-esque robots yeah, yeah, yeah. Are essentially Cylons yeah. um, also something that may interest you Bandai are doing real great Evangelion kits yeah, so unit one... Real grade, unit, though. Real grade. You know what oh. No, man, that means super articulated. Yeah, super articulated, super but also su- super detailed and finicky oh. to put together. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I, my first... Was it my first ever kit? No, my second... My second ever Bandai Gundam kit was a real grade. Yeah, I know a lot of people who do that. I and that I, I got a high grade of just... The you regular. know high grade, you're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. <gasps> this is so much more detail. Give me that. And then immediately yeah. after getting that, you either go balls deep into the high or the real grades, or you go... I'm just gonna go back, back to the, the, the high, high grades. grades. Yeah, high grades. No, I have one. I have one real grade, and it's still together, still in parts. There are some parts every now and again. Let's go kutunk, off it. Which one was it? I want to say it was the um, the Mark II Titans, was it or Aig? Because that was one of our most popular kits that we sold. I think it was. Yeah, because I built that, and it's quite fitting. Doesn't it have the core fighter in the center? Does it? Yes, it does. Oh, right. That's the GPO ones of Frantes. It does have the core fighter in the center. Yeah, that's yes. a fiddly motherfucker. Yeah, so it, yeah. it, I know parts of it just start to drop off randomly. Yeah, and it's yeah, to you, like, need, you really have to line the parts up to click that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you look at it sideways, bits just shoot off. Yeah. The shoulders on that were notorious for breaking as well. It's a very small clip. Yeah. That clips them on, yeah. So that like, wasn't one of the better, in all fairness, that's not... One of the best molds or It's mo- not the real great's fault. That was one of the worst real grade kits. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't judge the whole line on that. Well, no, and I did... St- I remember seeing people when we did the, the Gundam Club uh, for that long period of time and a lot of people were coming in. There's a few people building real grades. Yeah. And I was looking going, you have the patience of a saint. <laughs> and there's me building a high grade in 10 minutes because um, I just pissed through them because like, they're so yeah. easy to put together. Um but and like I, I remember I'd sit there and I'd make three or four I know there was one, one particular Gundam session I was like I brought two kits with me I had them built within 40 minutes <laughs> and I was like fuck I bought another one and I just kept going built another one and then I had a, my pick of what kit I wanted to build for the fighting club but the real grade people that were building real grades were sitting there for a lot longer putting them together and I'm sure it was just as enjoyable and very cathartic but an Evangelion real grade kit oh, that's the door buzzer yeah. told you that happened <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. Yellow. No, you don't. Thank you. Bye. What was that? That was the neighbours checking to see if they need to put the alarm on. That was very considerate of them. Oh, very nice. Um, yeah, so a real grade <laughs> uh, Evangelion. Did you know all of them? Uh, so far, it's unit one and unit zero, but they look amazing. Grand. And they'd probably go into the newer ones from the new I'd movie. I'd imagine they would do, yeah. Because the new movie's dropping... If they're dropping go, in Japan this year. If they're going to go the same way they've done with the um, Revoltech, there's going to be millions of them. Yeah. But they're doing them in two different versions. So there's a standard and a deluxe. So the standard version of Unit 1 
it's just you know one and then the the deluxe version comes with the um, the gantry oh nice so the launch gantry yeah. and the unit zero um it's the it's the yellow unit zero yeah so that'd be the one with the sniper rifle yes yeah. the deluxe version so the regular version just comes with the normal and then the, the deluxe the big freaking sniper rifle tripod type hall mount the thing. one that did the charge up it's yeah. electricity yeah, yeah, yeah you just yeah, have yeah. to fucking see these power yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to go home watch Evangelion now yep uh, also we uh, oh sorry no, we, we have coming in the uh, Flame Toys Drift I don't know if you've seen any of the Transformers kits we got in a while ago no gorgeous and um, we built the Starscream Flame Toys was beautiful basically based on the basically basically it's based on the animated version um, which animated of, version it, it's it's weird it's kind of like the IDW slash mixed with animated it's, it's like it's own little weird style of it is it stylized kind of like yeah, but it's, anime feel to but it? it looks and feels like Starscream Okay. Like it's very. Starscream's it's, always had one of the better designs in most animated versions of himself. Yeah, true enough. It, it kind of looks. <coughs> it looks very similar to the animated version, but if they kind of went G one more with it, hmm. if you get me, so it's very sharp and angular, very anime inspired, but it's got the G one color scheme and the G one kind of shape to it. Well, the, yeah. Um, Once you have the G one color scheme, you kind of know exactly who it is. Yeah, but the drift version is coming out. That's coming out is straight from the IDW comics, and he looks savage. Hmm. If you're familiar with the character drift, yeah, is, yeah. But actually, he's got his swords and all the whole hmm. samurai looking shit. Um, and also um, off the back of that there was a shit ton of Gundam announced nearly 30 odd kits so we had them all ordered and they're all coming in there's a whole range from the um, what's it called Bill Divers RE um, there's loads more 30 minute missions coming in and there's a couple of UC kits in there as well I think but yeah a whole slew I have a rake of kits at home I've still to build yep don't yeah. we all, man that's the joy yeah, of the backlog that's it like I have a big backlog that I <laughs> I will eventually get through every single Gundam player does yeah build it um, also off the back of that off the back of Gundam was where's it gone oh shit I lost my notes where was I did it yeah we actually have a restock of Gundam coming in next week which is going to be tons and tons and tons of the um, 30 minute missions stuff that cool. you've seen those they're like the, I've seen them yeah yeah, yeah they're nice really really nice simple kits with just lots of upgrades and kind of add on pieces so that should be next week fingers crossed um, <clears throat> yeah so that's all the, the toys that are coming in and shit um, TV news TV news Want to get into well, quick? Lock and Key drops this weekend. Yeah, and Altered Carbon drops at the end of the month. Yes. Mackie looks amazing, man. I'm really stoked for that. That little teaser was really nice. Oh, the punctuation, the punctuation at the end when he catches those guns. Mm. You're just like, yeah. So the gunfights. I love gunfights. Yeah. And Strike Back. Speaking of gunfights, Strike Back is back this month. Oh, yes. That's your TV series. I always, when, I think, when I think of Strike Back, I think of you. I fucking love Strike Back, man. Can't sing that show's praises enough. Um... Yeah, that's pretty much all I want to say about TV. You got anything? Well, no, I, I'm I've like Picard. Have you watched any Picard? One and two. I haven't seen three yet. I watched three um today. Yep. Um, Keep my momentum. Yes. No. 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 It is like it's it is perfect. Um, I will I will say this one thing about the new Trek that I don't like is the bad language. I'm all for swearing and cussing and no problem whatsoever when it's needed. Yeah. And when you well, like we're Irish, so we punctuate everything with a fucking a bollocks and a cunt. But in Trek, personally, I think anything above shit and son of a bitch. Has no place. Okay. Because that show was meant to be us excelling ourselves and bringing ourselves higher. You see, I get that, but that's where Starfleet would be, and that's that's the difference I've kind of made my piece with. But like the, when you see, but the people that have said it in the show, yeah, were Starfleet. Are they actively serving? Yeah, they fucking C and C dropped the f bomb in episode two. Uh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. She goes the fucking hubris when he comes in looking for a ship. Yeah, but you see, that's not. You see, when you but see that's them, not Starfleet. No, 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 no. When you see them in Starfleet talking through other to other dignitaries and other um, in Starfleet type situations that's when they don't swear because they are that noble their nobility etc la 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 
that was a behind closed doors conversation between a Starfleet, <coughs> whatever she was, and a cheeky little bollocks coming in. But the the thing about it is though, like I, it's totally they're totally taking advantage of the fact that they're on streaming services to be able to do this and drop that in there, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the day, obviously, they didn't have the luxury of doing that because... Well, no, Gene Roddenberry didn't want that. Didn't want that. And it's not... And to me, the great part of the galaxy's vision has always been that type of trick. But that is. That's the noble side of it. That's the front of it. Sure. What you're seeing where she was swearing was behind the curtain. I still don't... So I, there's that I, nice The separation. whole point of this is that humanity is meant to be past that. I don't so think it, humanity will ever get past that. No, I, I, and I get that. But the idea that Trek tries to be something that humanity gets is what has always drawn me to it to a degree. And I think use, uh, I don't mind it so much the way it was done in Picard, less than the way it was done in Discovery. In Discovery, it seemed to be have done for yucks, and it was done to kind of go, oh my god, they said that in Star Trek. But now in Picard, when they drop it, it's kind of like, okay, fair enough, I get it why she did it, but it took me out of it completely because I wasn't expecting it to turn up. Particularly but not with that character. The scene you're talking about when she said it, that was her literally losing her fucking mind because she was beyond irritated with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that she said the fucking hubris of yeah, this yeah. person. That would strike me as a normal situation for someone to swear in. Yeah. Especially somebody who is in, normally as reserved. In this day and age, in this current universe that we inhabit ourselves as human beings in real life. But the idea for me of Trek is that they find better ways to express themselves than resolving to that they would do normally in a normal business situation or normal kind of day-to-day running of a mm. federation type starship or or diplomacy or whatever but this wasn't one of those this was a behind closed doors clandestine meeting i hear so you that's why but I, I don't justified i don't think it was justified again i okay. think i think as the cnc of trek of, of starfleet in particular they would have found a better way of expressing themselves if the writers they wouldn't have had the same punctuation i did again but i think that the writers did it again to shock i think it was mm. there to shock and to kind of take you out of the moment and to show you that Picard wasn't in the position that he was previously that we were used to him being in. And I mean, Darren made a very good point on the most recent podcast saying that um, that this version of Trek overall seems to be a lot less innocent or even naive to a degree of what the original Trek would have been of the expectations of humanity and where we are. Yeah. And in this day and age, it's like we can't strive, I can't expect it to be the better of what we are because they're in a bad position and it's reflecting our current day and age right okay yes, there's too much current politics and too much current events exactly affecting and there are there is oh, so many you. mirrored elements in, in, in the, what yeah hey. there are so many mirrored points though that they I don't know I think it's not that they're trying to force them but they make a point of using certain wording and references that you could apply to every current day America to well, what maybe they everyone's say. looking for that platform to be relevant to be kind of Sure. You know, resonating with people. And that's Trek has always done that. Is yeah. that. Like from the original series up till current, it has always been, it always has been a kind of a, a, a guiding light in that regard for a lot of people. Yeah. And But Picard has always been seen as the space daddy or the conscience that people have had. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I wasn't expecting it. I was Fair enough with Discovery, it's, it's not so much unknown territory because it's, it was set as a prequel series but now isn't. But Picard is following up from something that everyone really held dear and a sense of nobility but yeah and had had a certain type of we are better yeah we are we have reached a point where we have moved past past a lot of our petty differences and grievances and yet this series seems to be 
digging those up and bringing them further into the future. Yeah, I, I to be said, I'm were. not really too keen with the fact that the Federation turned its back on the Romulans. I thought that was really weird. They're changing up the Federation for sure, and I think this yeah. is going to ram. It's going to be ramifications of this into Discovery. Have you seen the trailer for season three of Discovery? Oh, no. Right. In the trailer in the trailer for season three of Discovery. There's a shot of Michael Burnham talking to another of course human. Of a shot of fucking Burnham. Right. And they're standing in front of the flag of the Federation, shaking hands. The flag of the Federation has only got seven stars on it. Okay. Which means they only have seven allies, seven members. So the Federation has shrunk down in size at this point in the future. So whatever, I think there's ramifications from Picard onwards. Because she did state, the CNC did state in that scene in episode two of Picard, that we had 14 members threatening, threatening to leave unless we dropped the Romulans. Mm-hmm. If we let the Romulans stew and die and whatever. There was, they, they were shown that the Federation isn't as caring as people would like to believe that they are. Mm. you know that they're not so much out for exploration and self-discovery and expanding into the universe more so than now trying to keep the peace they've become some kind of space copy type thing where they're trying to keep the peace between all these races where originally there was just all these races that either wanted to be in the federation or didn't and who wasn't they did what they wanted and the federation tried to kind of swerve away around it and, and not break the prime directive in some way yeah whereas this now seems to be fuck the prime directive fuck, out the window yeah like we're, we're gonna do what's best for us <laughs> yeah yeah very selfish everything else be damned yeah you know although the prime directive would state interfering in Romulan natural thing is that not breaking the prime directive but it was a sun exploding no but that's if, if the Romulans were an underdeveloped nation and weren't <clears> actually you know well part yeah there's, there's that part of the prime directive but the prime directive also states as far as I'm aware and I could be wrong when I say this that they're not allowed to interfere with the general natural evolution of a race at any level so yeah it, I think I'd want clarification on that because I don't yeah. think that would apply to existing races that they already have a relationship with but I think that only applies the relationship to, with the Romulans would have been very tenuous to begin with yeah yeah but that would still yeah I, I still would have said they would have in my ideas of what the Federation was they wouldn't have cared that the Romulans were a bunch of sneaky fucking bastards it's the fact that an entire species was going to be wiped out yeah they would have relocated them somewhere else they yeah. would have done everything they could to relocate them without taking them in as refugees just sort of going look as you find a planet real fucking quick we'll get you there yeah yeah and there's plenty of Romulan um, colonies. colonies yeah they could have easily along the neutral sort of zone yep, plenty absolutely. of them so they could have relocated if needs be yeah. but it was the fact but they wouldn't have refused to help them you see even, even in a time of war conflict sure the federation would have been <clears throat> more noble yeah and I, I'm waiting to hear I'm waiting to see where the Klingons are in all of this because yeah. At that time, I mean, the Klingon Empire would have been quite tenuous as well with, with the Federation, considering their relationships and the House of Moog and all that type of stuff, you know, and, and who knows. Mm. But so far, we haven't seen any of that because yeah. it's mainly been focused on the Romulan plot. Unless the Klingons just literally shut borders, I mean, you know, fuck off, lads, leave us the fuck alone. They f- went full on, closed the door, yeah. see you later. Um, who knows? Because there's been no mention of them. Yeah. It's all been about the Romulans and AI and the Borg. Yeah. You know? So, episode three of Picard is good. Um, some nice little pieces in it. I'm not saying anything else. Just saying it's good. Nice little pieces in it. Cool. Um, <laughs> it's coming together. It's a yeah. slow burn of a series, dropping in a lot of stuff. I do like Orla Brady in it as uh, as the Dublin Romulan. Oh, cheeky feckers. Cheeky feckers. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Like I mean, oh, she's brilliant. she's a brilliant actress anyway. Yeah. Like she's great in everything she's in. Um, and it was great to see her in there. The fact that they let her keep the Irish accent. Yeah, that was nice. Um. Yeah, so with representation, full on, <laughs> dirty big Irish Romulan, straight out. But yeah, no, Picard has been great and a nice surprise following on from 
Discovery. And let's see where Picard finishes where Discovery Season 3 picks up because it is set well in the future past that. I'm not looking forward to this. Well, see, they're not tied down by by canon anymore. It's it's fucking Michael Burnham, Michael Burnham, Michael Burnham. It annoys the piss out of me. Is it? Yeah, man. It's constantly the Michael Burnham show. Like, I get there's an overreaching arc, but come on, give us more of the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us more interactions with different alien species. Give us the old track, man. Yeah. Give us something to bite into, as opposed to this fucking weapons journey. I don't care. <laughs> I absolutely do not care for Michael Burnham. She's yeah. the most... She's the fucking... What was your one in the fucking Twilight franchise? Yeah. She is the most po-faced, bland fucking character. Well, she's meant to be raised by Vulcans, which is a dangerous choice. But you have Spock, who was raised by Vulcans, and had fucking charisma. Yeah, he but, had a bit of that's, character. That Spock in Discovery was terrible. He was bad. He was he was bad, but he wasn't as shit as Burnham. They had to make him into a fucking an apoplectic space vegetable in order to get him through the season. And Burnham you know? just, no. Even at that, he had... More charisma, and a bit more charisma in his baby finger than Burnham. I just don't know why it isn't the Doug Jones show yet. Give me more Stamets. Yeah, Stamets as well. Give me more fucking engineering. Everything. Everyone bar- But Michael Burnham suffers from the, 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 the main character problem. Where a lot of TV shows that has a main character, the main character is always the worst character in it. The current Sabrina Teenage Witch TV series suffers from that. Buffy, Sabrina's crapishing. Yeah, oh yeah, dirt. <laughs> Buffy suffered from it sometimes as well, where Buffy was the worst character on the show. Yeah, okay, I'll give you, you that. You know? There's a lot of characters in TV series that are meant to be the main character, and you don't end up not giving a fuck about them, yeah. and you care more about the villains or the, 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 the tertiary or secondary characters. Yeah, give us a goddamn villain in that show as well. You know, I mean, we had Your a Joe is this... But she's getting her own series now. She's getting Section 31. When Season 3 of Discovery finishes, Section 31 has been filmed. So clearly, if Giorgio shows up in Season 3 of Discovery at any point, she, there's, no, there's no kind of danger there because she's getting her own show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, hold my breath. Fuck it, it'll be fun. Well, Let's tune in. Jason Isaacs. Speaking of which, Comic-Con, Jason Isaacs. Dublin That's Comic-Con. Awesome. Jason Isaacs is has been announced as a guest. Um, the, the lineup for March's oh, show is fucking unreal. Yeah, this, this isn't the big show. This is like this the, the medium show. Well, I mean, it's not even this a medium show. It's the show. It's a mid-year show or the no, March the, show. No, what I mean, medium show is like it's the show between the shows. Like because yeah. Comic Con has the big show in, in August. In August, and March always felt like they're kind of like you know okay they're doing a second show. Grand, it's not going to be as big. It's going to be like maybe half the size of it. But now this this is blown last year's lineup out of the fucking water. Unreal lineup, like, like the guests are unreal. Fucking Robocop, fucking Pinky in the Brain, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, yeah. One of the actresses from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is on it. Oh, um, Rosa. Yeah, and uh, now they've announced actually their. T- oh, your man from Walking Dead. He wasn't able to make it. He wasn't able to make it a while ago, and has now been reconfirmed for um for this year. Yeah. For Mark, so I mean the lineup is pretty fucking loaded. That's pretty whopper. Um. So it's a case of fair play on that regard, um, and it'll be it'll it'll make for an interesting show to see if 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 the if the media guests can pull it in. But there's other stuff happening at the show as well. Like I mean, there's there's, there's all the comic book uh, comic book stuff that's happening at the show. Artist Alley, gaming, yeah. um, panels that that happen. So Stephanie Batrice is the actress from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Rosa, um, Rosa Diaz. Uh, Michael Cudlitz is the guy from um, from Band of Brothers and Walking Dead. Uh, you got Jason Isaacs, who's from fucking Discovery, Harry Potter. Um, he did, he's in the Dark Crystal TV series. He did a voice in the Clone Wars. He was the Inquisitor in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, or not Clone Wars, fucking Rebels. Was it Rebels? It was Rebels. Rebels, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just really, really good lineup. Um, so you've got 
and then Maurice uh, Lamarche and Rob Paulson who were like and then Spencer Wilding who did you know and he did a lot of characters in like big shows he did he did the new Darth he's the new Darth Vader in oh, Star yeah. Wars he was also you remember in Guardians of the Galaxy the guy who took Peter Quill's Walkman yeah. he's him and he you know so he's 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 been in a couple of movies um, comic book guests they have um, they've got Levi Tadar who did a, a a couple of different things um, with Titan Comics cool um, he's a writer um, and I think uh, I don't know if there's anyone else that's announced for comic book yeah probably but, have a few more guests lined up so I said there's a few more guests they also have Paul Paul McCaffrey who's an artist with uh, Titan Comics as well just Doctor Who and the Penny Dreadful comic he's coming over as well cool um, so yeah no, there is a good lineup for the March show um, so yeah that's going to be good it's going to be a good one to go to tickets are on sale now do you have tickets in the shop we're waiting on them to send them in to us yes so, so the, the, they soon, will hopefully. have them soon fingers crossed <laughs> um, so yeah um, that's been my TV stuff I've been catching mm-hmm. up on that on, on Star Trek Witcher um, season 2 starting to film as well Witcher season 2 as well. man Witcher season 1 was it's fucking amazing 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 it was such a good adaptation mm. I haven't played the games around well, I'm the games. So, oh, the books. The books. The first season of Witcher. I the books. I haven't read the books. The first season of Witcher was an adaptation of the book called The Last Wish, which is a collection of short stories that tells you kind of like the beginning of Geralt and a few other characters. They then took bits of the later books that introduce um, Yennefer and Ciri, and they mixed that story in and added a few things to it as well that aren't in the books. Mm. Um, it's a fantastic adaptation though, and the, the 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 guts of it are generally from The Last Wish. Right. which is it, funny enough the timeline of the Witcher books and how they were published is a bit all over the place um, the there's last, a bit back and forth here, there's right? a back and forth but The Last Wish was published was published later in the timeline of the book releases but it's the first book if you want to start reading them right I get you there's a particular reading order if you want to read them chronologically and The Last Wish is the first one cool um, and it's it, no but like Henry Cavill hats off to him as yeah. Geralt phenomenal like he fucking fantastic absolutely um, I also watched the Watchmen TV series over Christmas. Yeah, I still have to get on that. Um, fantastic. Still out on Vikings at the moment. Are you? I fucking love it. It's brilliant. I've never watched an episode. Dude, it's so good. Is it? <laughs> it's really, really good. I've never yeah. watched an episode. <laughs> it's one of those shows that people go, you should watch Vikings. I was like, yeah, okay. I kind of watched it originally just to see a few of my mates in it because they... Yeah, we know it. a few people that have been extras in that show. Um, and Stuntmen. Um, not just extras, actually doing some of the, 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 the gags in it. Like... Um, like my mate Owen actually nearly died in one of the scenes really he got smushed by a boulder nice and I've been looking out for that scene yeah just seeing getting smushed <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no it's, it's been a lot of fun it's a really really good really good show um, what else was there? oh shit yeah fucking movie wise did you see the uh, Fast 9 trailer yeah I can't wait <laughs> I can't wait holy shit man I can't wait it's holy the, shit it's just... I watched the trailer with my daughter man and literally yeah. at the end of the trailer when Han comes back the two of us literally lost our fucking How many times has he been back in a film? How many? Because he's come back more than once. In the, the Fast dead. and Furious? As far as I'm aware. No, he hasn't. I've heard some people no. have said to me that... He, now, I'm trying to remember as well. Because I... He was in Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Right? And then, I think it was six where they went... And they it was basically... It was, it was a story that was happened before Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Where Han was in it. Yeah. And at the end of that movie, he goes to Tokyo. Yeah. So, if you're looking at it like that, he came back. But Chron- he didn't come back. Chronologically, Chronologically he's dead. But, right... He died at the. He gets killed. At, Jason Statham kills him at the end yes. of one of the films. But my reckoning is because Jason Statham is now part of the family, right? They don't want the blood of one of the one of the guys in the crew on his hands. So I'm reckoning they're gonna retcon what happened in that crash, or the crash is still gonna happen. But he's gonna rescue Han, or he's gonna have it set up so that Han didn't actually die. It just looked like he died, so he could keep on the mission that he was currently on. Sure, sure. So we're gonna get Han back. And Statham's going to be back being the golden boy in the family. So. Well, I mean, we're not going to get Statham and the Rock in, in the in the Fast Nine. 
They've, they've got the wrong thing. No, no, but you never show. know. Never know what happens no, in 10. Well, well Rock, definitely not. 10 your seatbelts. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's the tagline right there. Because the, the Rock and Vin Diesel don't get on. No. So they're... The, but, the, man, for family, you never know. They might put it aside. No. I think Vin Diesel's done. I don't with, know, with the rock, I think I the know. rock took. That's when I remember when this trailer only because it only dropped during the like in the last week or so. But that being said, I think after seeing F nine the F nine trailer, Vin Diesel wants this back as his franchise because that motherfucker's been working out. Yeah, he's trying to get himself back to the to the to the physicality that he was previously. Yeah, and he's trying to take take the film franchise back because they really, for from was it from five onwards the rock was in it. Uh, five or six, yeah. Yeah. Whenever The Rock turned up, the focus of those movies switched to The Rock. So much so that they made him, they made Vin Diesel's character pretty much the bad guy for the last one. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. No, Dom was, was the bad no, he guy. He was, was the bad guy. There wasn't a degree. Yeah. He was the bad guy. Like the biggest. No, yeah, but no. he did it for family. Yeah. He was, Ultimately, he was, was the, for family. For the bad guy, he did it for family. But um, I, th- I think the biggest leap in this entire franchise and the biggest shark jump they've ever done is trying to believe that John Cena is related to The Rock, or related, no, to, related to Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't but I mean in fairness though everyone's family I know they're family but looking at the two of them like there's no way they're brothers there's no fucking way maybe, maybe they've got different mothers I don't know they're different mothers and fathers one of them was fucking adopted and probably that's definitely but it'd be nice to was, see John Cena, oh, John Cena as a bad guy it'd be oh, nice man. to see John Cena because yeah. usually you can't <laughs> you can't see John Cena, John Cena. but uh, oh man it's going to be so good I do I have to say I will give John Cena props I watched Bumblebee and I yeah. thought he was great in it he's brilliant Bumblebee was a great movie fantastic and he was really good I was surprised by how good he was yeah um. So you know, and and in fairness, somebody posted it was real funny actually. Somebody posted up a picture of John Cena and said that he's quickly, he's slowly but surely turning into Ernest. Remember Ernest, the Ernest movies, oh, Ernest yeah, Saves yeah. Christmas. Just they put the picture of, wow. of Jim Varney who plays Ernest and John Cena <laughs> side by side, and there is a similarity. I can actually think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jesus. it's kind of weird, but uh, I I will happily go see Fast and Furious Nine in the cinema. Oh, totally. Just like I've I've seen every Fast. I saw the first one in the cinema. Didn't watch the rest of them up to f- two, three, and four. Didn't see them in the cinema. Then I went to see was I went to see Fast Furious Five in the cinema, and I was like, I've nothing to do for the next couple of hours. I'm just gonna go see this, and then I'll. Fucking enjoy the films, man. I I have to say, Fast and the Furious Nine was, Fast and Furious Five was one of the most enjoyable times I've ever had in the cinema. Surprisingly <laughs> so. I couldn't couldn't. I was like, how is this fun? And then since then, I've seen every single one of them in the cinema. Yeah, we've actually myself and my daughter made my uh, partner watch several recap videos before she went to see eight and before she went to see um the what you call it the um Hobbs and Shaw movie yeah because like my, my partner Emer was like kind of oh, I'll just go watch the movie and I was like no you're not asking us questions you're going to get brought up to speed you're going to know what's happening with the family yeah and uh we, after watching the trailer like myself and Anna lost our minds and we looked at Emer and we're like do you not see why this is important and she's like who's that guy and we're like oh for god's sakes right Another recap video. Here we go. Let's drill Jesus. this back in. So is there somebody actually doing recap videos of the Fast and oh, Furious yeah. series oh, on yeah. YouTube? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. like really Seven. in depth. Oh yeah, looking for hidden secrets. No, you can watch one that's it's only like the Illuminati five to ten the minutes, time. or there's like a three hour one I think, which, which wow. goes through it properly in depth. Like, but uh, yeah, man, there's a lot going on in the family. There is. Yeah, we we take those movies very seriously, my house. Well, myself, my daughter. Did. Well, my my wife bought me the box set of up to seven on Blu-ray. Nice for Christmas a couple of years back. I don't have eight on Blu-ray. It's it's in it's in the pipeline. I will be getting it soon. Um, never then, disappointed man those movies are brilliant they're just ridiculous loads of fun they're yeah. roller coasters yeah that's, that's what movies fun. should be fun. and it, once they turned them into heist films yeah because I think that was from F5 from Fast Furious 5 they turned well in, they were always heist films but no but they, they were lower level heists lower level it was 5 when they were dragging the fucking safe through that the streets that was amazing that, and it's the practical stunt work like I know there's a lot of CGI used to, to help sure. get some of it but 
there's still a massive element of practicality in those yeah. things like and it's just like that whole I watched their breakdown of that scene with the safe do you know the safe was actually a car what yeah so they had a car tied to the back of the other car the safe were... that was being run around the place was yeah. actually a vehicle that somebody was driving in those scenes that's mad it's and then did you CGI the safe over it no 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 they built the safe but they put a vehicle in the safe so that the safe could drive around and do the stunts so that it didn't drag and destroy the fucking road Wow. Watch the breakdown, man. It's amazing. So it actually, the safe actually has wheels underneath it. Oh, the safe it. is actually a car, yeah. It's actually a car. Yeah. And there's some mad bastard in yeah, there. Yeah, some lunatic driving and he's got a tiny little vision slit to see where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Tell my wife I love her. Yeah, I'll <laughs> But uh, yeah, speaking of shitty special effects though, did you see that Donnie Yen fucking trailer? No. And I love Donnie Yen. Oh, the fat dragon. The fat dragon. Enter the fat dragon. Enter the fat dragon. It's Donnie Yen in a very, it's not even a fat suit. It's is it a, a comedy? A, oh, I think so, yeah. Because it's, when it it's, just been, gets it's definitely been done for it's been done for you, but it's basically Donnie Yen playing a Sammo Hung role. All right, but with a really shit fat suit, like not even as good as um, what's his face? Fat bastard. No, uh, oh, Tropic Thunder. Can't think of his name. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. No, Tom Cruise's fat suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was kind of funny. This looks like a really shit fat well, it's, suit. It's, it's probably a Hong Kong film, so they probably got it cut made. On the oh, cheap. Man, it looks so bad. It really looks so bad. I it haven't looks... seen. I'm gonna go look this yeah, up. Watch the trailer, man. It, it's real bad. Because I mean, IP man one to four. Yeah, it man. Love it. Or IP man. It Is man. it man or IP man? It man. Because IP man means oh, it just sounds like you want to go to the bathroom. IP man. IP one man. to four. Um, no, but it man. Like I, my dad loved. I remember I, I showed him the first one, and the bit where he walks into all the where all the, the Japanese army dudes are, and he man just proceeds to kick the bollocks oh, Jesus, yeah. and break all their legs and shit. My my dad had never heard of these films. And I, I, I was like, have you ever watched it? Because he loves kung fu films, but he, yeah. he's not up to date with a lot of the newer ones. He just keeps re-watching all the old Jackie Chan oh, yeah. ones. And I was like, Dad, have you watched the uh, IP Man or Rip Man? And he's like, what the fuck is that? I was like, let me show you. I got my phone out and showed him the, that scene on YouTube. And he's like, yeah. is that? Because it's that scene where he just, Donnie, Donnie Yen just walks in. Pretty much any film with Donnie Yen, man. He is yeah. Fucking he's a beast. Master. He's, he's a beast. But I mean, that whole but this just, just feels cadre like, of actors. It, like, it's almost like he's doing a Paul Blart movie. Oh God no! Yeah, Paul Blart Malakop, like it just—it really has that kind of feel to it. So yeah, I, I'm not—I'm not sure where it's gonna go, but yeah. Everyone has a misfire every now and again. True. Oh, the uh, what's called Fast? Uh, not Fast. The uh, Mad Max Fury Road sequel started as well, isn't it? Yeah, they're filming. I think they're filming in Australia later this year in June. June or no better July. time considering the place looks like a fucking wasteland. Yeah, that's it. That's probably why he was waiting for all this to happen. Jesus. And then I was like, well, it's real life. Yeah. It's not just fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's Queen would say. Um, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for more Mad Max, and I've no problem with Tom Hardy in the role. So yeah, yeah he's bloody that. Um, all right, what I was gonna say, upcoming events we have coming up. Obviously, we discussed Dublin Comic Con. That's Yarp. on the fourteenth and fifteenth of March. Before that, we have Shurikon, uh, that is on the fifteenth and sixteenth of February, and then we have KazooCon on the third and fifth of April. So there's a lot of kind of conventions happening. So the, the Shurikon is the one in Waterford, isn't it? I believe so. Yes, and KazooCon, where's that? Is the one in Cork. Cork. Yeah. Cork. So Bay. they're both. Or Shurkan and Dublin. Is Shurkan and Dublin? I thought, I, Shur- I thought it was like the River Shur. I thought it was Waterford. I don't know. I, I really should have looked up this before. I, I, nearly, I nearly swear. Because I'm pretty sure we're going as well. So. Um. So it's S U I R. Dublin. It's in Dublin. Yeah. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Angel Street. No. Shurkan. Waterford's newest comic convention. What? S U I R. 
C O N. S H U R. Different one. That's Shurikan. The Shurikan and Shurikan. Shurik- Shurik- so Shurikan is S U I R. Right. So the so Sur- <laughs> we're, we're doing Shurikan. Shurikan is the anime, is the anime one. Yeah. And that's a Dublin-based one. Shurikan. <laughs> Shurikan. 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 Um, what about PremierCon as well? I don't know about PremierCon this year. I don't know what's happening with them. And PremierCon is happening as well at some point. To the internet. I know Rogue is meant to be tabling at some of these shows, not the the anime shows, but some of the the other the smaller comic book shows we're definitely going to be at in the regionals. We have to confirm our timetable for this year, and we'll be posting it up on our, our social medias and the websites for what shows we're going to be at. Now, um, we've got some launches coming as well, so it's going to be big. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Premier cons in June. June. So it's a bit of a ways away now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of a ways away now. But now just. So like, when sure come. What? When's Shurikon? Shurikon was in November of last year, so it's probably going to be in November of this year. So it's as well. Yeah, so that's... So not to be confused with Shurikon. Shurikon. So that's why I got confused, because I thought that had already happened. It probably had. And it, it had, because it happened in November. Yeah. And, and then we were saying, oh, we're in Shurikon. And I was like, what? Okay, well, so, anime convention. Shurikon. Anime convention in Dublin. Where is it again? Um, Angel. Angel. Angel Street. Yep. Um, Angel so, College. Yeah. Dublin, Angel Street. Cool. So a lot of a lot of these new anime, not new because they've been around for a while. Sure, been out for about like three years, yeah. three four years. Uh, like it's it is good to see them continue on, um, yeah. because there is there was a drop off there of the anime conventions for a while. So it's good to see these guys. Yeah, happen. I, I think what actually happened was um, yeah, it's T T U Um, I think what happened was um, a lot of the guys who've been running it were legacy. Yeah. So when they left, they kind of went, "All right, we're done. Bye." Yeah. And went, what? Wait. And so then, other people went, "Oh, you guys can leave." Oh well, fuck it, we're leaving too. So left kind of a void. So now did, yeah. the societies have kind of regrouped and restructured, been able to kind of put the shows on, which is great. Again, something similar to Vatican as well. We talked about Vatican on the on the last podcast, and uh, and it's basically a case of that was going one in particular direction, and then people were like, "No, no, 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 we're bringing this back. It's going to happen again." And now it's it's exploded. It's the one out in UCD. Yeah, it's the gaming convention. So it's that's happening. And uh, RPGs and card games. Yeah, well. RPG card games, tabletop stuff, and uh, it's looking like it's going to be a huge success. So if, if you're into that type of stuff, definitely check out Vatican. Yep. Uh, on Facebook. Is um, Leprechaun back as well? I don't know if Leprechaun, I thought Leprechaun is. was back last year. Is it? I thought it was back last year. See, this thing, it's, 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 it swings around about with these things. Cons die off and then they come back again when more people pick them up and take up the mantle of bringing them back. So, yeah, no, it is It is good to see them. The gaming conventions definitely deserve your attention as much as all the anime and, and comic book conventions do because they're fantastic times and, and like all the family can get involved in those across the board. <laughs> yeah. So I looked up Leprechaun and all I'm getting is that bloody Leprechaun Museum. Do you sell Leprechauns? Fuck off. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else was there? Oh yeah, yeah. So as I was saying, the myself and I were chatting before, and I've come up with a new segment. Oh yeah. So we're gonna get a lot more guests on this year. The the hope is to have a guest every episode, or at least every second episode or so. And we hope to have content out every two weeks, maybe. Hopefully every yeah. two weeks, maybe yeah, yeah. every week if we get our shit together. Yeah. Uh, when life stops being a dick and getting in the way. So basically, it's twenty one questions. Just your favorite shit. Yeah. So uh, toss a coin. See if it's gonna be you or me. There we go. Toss a coin to your bitcher. Oh. Heads or tails? You probably should have called that first. Should have, yeah. Okay, do you want to try that again? Harps, harps are whatever. I'll go tails because you've harps no hair. Harps or tens? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go tails because you've no hair, so you can't It's go. harps or tens. Yes. I didn't say heads or tails. Harps or tens. I don't know what tens it's are. It's a ten cent coin. Oh, for God's sake, give me fucking harps then. Harps or tens? Tens. Oh, piss. Now, hang on, what's that mean? Does that mean I'm picking or you're picking? <laughs> you ask me the questions. Fuck hey, hey that's easy enough. Okay, right, right. Nice and easy, right? So, 21 questions. First of all, what's your favourite comic of all time, Wayne? My favourite comic <laughs> no of fucking all pressure. time. No pressure at all. <laughs> I don't have a favourite comic of all time. I have if you have to have, pick one. If I had to pick one, Desert pick one. Island? Yeah. 
Desert Island favourite comic of all time. Lock and Key. Lock and Key? Yeah. Cool, cool. Who's your favourite comic book character? Green Lantern. Oh, nice and easy. What's your favourite book? Book? Yeah, book. All-time book. All-time book. I really should have prepared for this. That's why there's no preparation. Just kind of throw you straight in the deep end. Now, admittedly, as this goes on, people will, you know, figure it out. So it'll Sure. Really all-time favourite book. I, mm, um, <laughs> I don't have an all-time favourite book. I have a, an all-time favourite book collection, which is comprised of about 400 books. So pick one. Book I've read most in my life. Hallelujah. Dracula. Dracula. Cool, there you go. Who's your favourite author? My favourite author is... <laughs> this is difficult. I know, isn't it? I don't <laughs> That's have... right in the fucking Again, spot. Again, it's like... I have to pick one. Just pick one. Murakami. Cool. Okay. What's your favourite sandwich? My favourite sandwich? Favourite sandwich. All-time favourite sandwich. <laughs> All-time favourite sandwich All-time is favorite probably sandwich. a pastrami sandwich pastrami. with extra pickles. Okay, cool. What's your favourite cartoon from your childhood? Um, Ulysses 31. Favourite recent cartoon? Um, Gravity Falls cool uh, what's your favourite anime series favourite anime series is Evangelion I was going to say hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah what's your favourite breakfast cereal uh, Oreos breakfast cereal oh really yeah man it's like eating Oreos and milk it's fucking gorgeous Frank. Uh, favourite comic publishing house uh, Image oh cool favourite vehicle favourite vehicle what's your favourite vehicle yeah um, my favourite vehicle of all time is probably the Warthog from Halo nice good fucking choice what's your favourite movie that's a really tough question to ask me. Yep. Pick one out of your top five, top ten. Oh, no God pressure. in heaven. <laughs> um, film I've rewatched the most is Blade Runner. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, who's your favourite director? Uh, favourite movie director is probably... I, I don't have one. Um, I, I have favourite movie director from different time periods. Um... I've watched more of Akira Kurosawa's films than any other director. Um, I've re-watched more of Ridley Scott's films than any other director. And... Let's fucking pick one, man. Akira Kurosawa. There we go. Sound Capital. pretentious. Nice and easy. <laughs> What's your favourite colour? Uh, green. Cool. What's your favourite race or character archetype in an RPG to play? Oh, um, oh man. This is a tough one. Now, <laughs> I could go on for a while on this one now, you see. So, generally, it's a spellcaster. Right, but the characters I've played more, I'd always like playing the spellcaster. But I generally have played, um, a dwarf fighter engineer, a more well known during amongst my RPG friends. The character I'm well known for is a dwarf fighter, okay, engineer character called cool. Carrots Johnson. What's your favorite TV series? Favorite TV series of all time is Star Trek: The Next Generation. Favorite ice cream. Favourite ice cream is probably chocolate. Favourite video game? Favourite video game? Oh, man. <laughs> favourite video game? At the moment, my favourite video game is probably Witcher 3. At the moment. But I've got other video games throughout my life that are my favourite. So, I'd probably go with Final Fantasy 7. All-time favourite. Cool, cool, cool. What's your favourite thing to do to unwind? Unwind? Draw. Cool. And Who's write. your favourite person? My favourite person, favorite person. Uh, I would split evenly down the middle my wife and my daughter. Cool. What's your favourite weapon? Favourite weapon? My wife and my daughter. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you notice I put that one right after right that because I knew that would kill. Uh, my favourite <laughs> weapon is probably uh, Judge Dredd Lawgiver. Ooh, nice. I thought you would have gone for the Blade Runner pistol. 
No, but the lawgiver's got more options. Cool, cool, cool. So there you go. That's a 21 question. So do you? Yeah. Grand. Nice, I, quick, I, see, the of... thing about it is, is, though, there's a lot of those where I'd have to think about it that I, I'm going to listen back to this and go, I really should have said this. It's like it's like the scene in High Fidelity when they say your top ty- top five all-time favourite things and your yeah. man starts making the list. Then he starts uh, editing the list and then making phone calls to the person he originally told the list to. That's the reason why. That's the danger yeah. of it because I know <laughs> I would The reason why I threw this in at, at the end of the podcast is because if we do this in the beginning, what's going to happen is the guest we have on the screen go, oh, shit, wait, no, 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 we can go back to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I threw it at the end. And also, just a little segment, anything you'd like to shout out about? So anything you want to currently holler about in the shop? Or in your stuff, or what I would like to call it, hot about in the shop. Well, I mean, obviously, the thing that I, I want to bang on about, and if anyone's interested in checking it out, is my latest book, is Nats for Radio. Um, written and coloured by myself, drawn by Kev Keane, and edited by Gillian Dempsey, uh, published by Row Comics. It's available to buy in the store. Um, currently, as it stands, Dublin City Comics is the only store in Dublin sh- stocking it. Um, cool. be, you know, just because. And you can, it is available on our web store. But if you're in town and you're near the shop, you think you have about five copies of it left. I think uh, at the we moment, or got probably, restocked there only last week or something. Yeah, right? so it's about five copies in. And also, for a limited time, if you buy the book in the store, you get a, a free print. We still have a couple limited of Limited stock yet. left of that, very limited version. There's no other versions of that print available. Um, that's probably the first thing I'd shout out about. Um, and then also, if you check out um, the Raw Comic website, we also do. I also uh, am a DM on the podcast plays Dungeons and Dragons, which is kindly which sponsored I'll be back for by the next one. You're on on the next episode. It's yep. kindly sponsored by the store at the moment. Still not happy with the whole Arun Five. Yeah, you have to find. If you don't know what we're that. talking about, you have to watch the watch the, the. We're on episode seven. Episode seven is the latest one, um, and we're having a lot of fun playing Dungeons and Dragons as a group. Um, kindly sponsored by Dublin City Comics. So we're, since episode six, we've been doing giveaways. And um, the last two, I uh, actually only announced the, the winner of the of the latest giveaway yesterday. Oh, yeah. um, and that has gone out in the post to them today. It was Jake, wasn't it? It was Jake uh, Cullip, yeah. Congratulations, um, Jake. And then the next episode, we have another prize already lined up for the next one. So you have to tune in to find out what that is yep. and how to win it. Um, and then Pubcast is a pu- podcast that we do. This is all done through Row Comics, Pubcast, all of, you know, just basically Google Irish Pubcast or Row Comics. And you'll find what we do online uh, across all of our social medias on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The whole lot. That's what we do. And I'm not giving you that coffee ever again, man. You've fucking wound up. Yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> it's the questions as well. I'm thinking about the back. <laughs> I now want to ask you the 21 questions. No, no, you get to do that the next time. Okay. When we don't have a guest, we've got like a bit of space. We can chuck that in on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I reckon that's it. Unless there's anything else you want to talk shit about. Oh, something interesting. I don't know. Uh, any of our listeners out there might know this this chap, but I know him. You know him. Hmm. Um, my old boss uh, bumped into him. Alan. Really? Yeah, he actually listens to this. No way. In Australia. In Australia? <laughs> In Australia. Fucking hell. Because you've given out to me because we weren't recording any more episodes. So big shout out to Alan. Um, Alan Wilson, any of you guys who used to work for Game, you'll know the guy. Absolute legend in the industry. and um, In Game, obviously. But uh, yeah, so had a chat with him over lunch a while ago and he was basically giving out to me. For Alan him. Wilson is listening to this show. Yeah, unfortunately. That's a bit mad, <laughs> isn't it? Yep. Did he give you any pointers? <laughs> uh, yeah, stop talking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can actually hear his voice saying that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it for the podcast. Um, so, nothing else to waffle about? Right? No, don't. Cool, cool. So as always, thank you for listening. And if you liked or didn't like what you heard in the podcast, sound off in the comments section, or just drop into the shop and give us an old school shout out. And don't forget that standing order customers always get ten percent off back issues and secondhand trades in the store. So yeah, thanks for listening. Peace out. <laughs>